The Love Life blog by Jacqueline Hellier. We're all individuals. There's a whole spectrum of sexuality. The incredible success of the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, 30 million copies sold and counting, has sent shockwaves around the globe with commentators everywhere trying to explain how this really very ordinary book could have been such a big hit. The assumption is that it must be the content, which includes sex scenes involving BDSM, which stands for Bondage, Discipline and Sadomasochism, otherwise known as kinky sex. How, the commentators wonder, could so many people want to read something that includes such abnormal sex scenes? Well, it could be that people like reading about something they have no interest in, or want an excuse to frown upon, but 30 million copies? Could it be that the content is actually speaking to something that people actually like? Something that, to varying degrees, titillates or arouses us? Could it be that a lot of people are at least a little bit kinky? We like to categorise people in this society, put them in boxes, label them as one thing or another, especially when it comes to sex. You're either gay or straight, open-minded or frigid, perverted or normal. In reality, though, it's not either or. We're on a continuum. They're a spectra of sexuality. Some of us are very open-minded and adventurous and others really quite limited and it's likely to vary throughout our lives. Looking at the spectrum of sexual orientation, some of us are completely heterosexual, and some of us are completely homosexual, and most of us are somewhere in between. In regard to the sexual orientation spectrum, at least we can talk about it. Gone are the days when homosexuality was considered a mental problem, an act against God, or in any way a perverted abomination. For the most part in this society, we accept that it's normal to be homosexual. Perhaps acceptance of kinkiness is where we were 40 years ago in relation to homosexuality. It's starting to be accepted by the experts and the mainstream that this is not a perversion, it doesn't need fixing, and it's innate in some people and not others. The professionals now accept that if BDSM is undertaken between consenting adults in a safe and respectful manner, then it's fine. It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but then hey, maybe you drink Earl Grey and they prefer peppermint. That is, it's just a matter of taste. So maybe the 30 million plus readers of the trilogy, and those watching the movie now, are tapping into the innate possibility of something within themselves. Or maybe it's giving them permission to accept and explore erotic possibilities. For a lot of mainstream people, kinky elements of sex are already part of their sexual play. Plenty of people use blindfolds, handcuffs, even if they are pink fluffy ones, engage in some hair pulling or biting or digging in of nails while in the throes of passion. They may not have a St Andrew's cross set up in the corner of the bedroom, but they might have a number of toys and props that heighten sensation and allow them to play in the often delicious borders of pleasure and pain. Just like food, really. Some people are complete vegetarians and others are big meat eaters. Most people are somewhere in between, and where you are on that continuum depends on your taste. It's the same with liking savoury or sweet food, eating frequently or sticking to mealtimes, being a gourmet who puts a lot of time and effort into food, or someone who's happy with microwaving a TV dinner being a foodie who loves to try new and different taste sensation, or someone who sticks to the tried and true meat and three veg. Within your home, you have to negotiate eating so that everyone's preferences are met. The frequency you eat, the quantity of food, the availability of food, the quality of the food, the type of food, the way it's presented, where you eat, who you eat with, when you eat, as well as what you do if you're not hungry, or if you don't like the food, or if you're finding it in any way unsatisfying, or you just don't feel like cooking. Not to mention who plans the meals, who does the shopping, who does the cooking, who cleans up after, etc, etc. It's the same with sex. This, I believe, is one of the most important and strongest messages in the Fifty Shades trilogy. You have to negotiate your sexual relationship with your partner. 
In the trilogy, the two main characters are constantly negotiating and pushing their boundaries around her need for intimacy and his for kinky play. I have to say that by the third book, their endless discussions do make for quite tedious reading, but then it's not meant to be high literature. The fact that they do, though, is illustrative for every couple. She's pushing her boundaries read BDSM and he's pushing his through allowing intimacy. It's scary for both of them. They have their freakouts, but they keep working through it. For a start, they both experiment a bit and explore the possibility that they might each like the other's tastes. It's not always easy for either of them, yet coming from a place of commitment, with honesty and respect for each other's struggles, they craft a positive sexual relationship that is mutually desirable and satisfying. So much of my own work with couples is around this very topic, how to talk with each other about sex. So many couples never do talk about it. They just fumble along hoping or assuming that their partner is okay with whatever they're doing. Or they stick to the same old sexual script that is safe, if a little predictable and dull. It's rather like serving the same meals over and over again without ever asking whether everyone likes it or expressing whether you do and never ever experimenting with variations or whole new dishes. If you accept that we all have different tastes and that that's okay, sushi and spaghetti have both at times been looked at with suspicion but are now mainstream cuisines, and that there are a spectra of sexuality, Having occasional fantasies about same-sex liaisons does not make you homosexual any more than tying your partner to the bed means you're on your way to setting up a dungeon in the spare room. And not that there's anything wrong with that if you do. Sex, like food, is supposed to be enjoyable. More so than food, in fact. To get all the health and well-being benefits from sex, and by that I don't just mean intercourse, I mean all aspects of intimate relating, it has to be pleasurable. If it's not, you don't get the benefits. Our bodies and psyches are designed to respond positively to sexual pleasure. If we limit our pleasure options, then we won't reap the potential benefits. Exploring our tastes within all the different spectra of sexuality opens us up to ongoing positive sexual experiences. The Fifty Shades trilogy might be mostly trite romance, but the main characters do successfully negotiate and craft a positive sex life, and so we assume do live happily ever after. <laughs>